I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Getting a movie made is a hugely difficult task. It's tough to get a pitch or a script picked up by a studio, and equally challenging surviving the shoot and pulling the whole thing together into a satisfying final cut. That's where your problems end though, right? The movie's done, it's finished and ready to go out into the world and be judged by snarky internet critics with too much time on their hands. Or so you'd think. Sometimes a movie can make it all the way to completion and still not actually see the light of day or get pulled immediately after a festival or test screening. You might expect, as with the recent The Hunt, that a movie studio has poured enough money into a production that a cancelled release is going to show up eventually, just to recoup a little of that spending. But sometimes even a completely finished film can be so bad, so controversial or so offensive that to release it would cause the studio more harm than good. These 10 movies made it all the way to completion but were buried away, so let's find out why. I am Kirsten from What Culture, and these are 10 finished movies that disappeared without a trace. Number 10 Glitterati. Right in the middle of the 2001 shoot for The Rules of Attraction, director Roger Avery took the unusual step of taking a couple of weeks off to shoot a whole nother movie in Europe, one which ended up never getting released anyway. Rules, an adaptation of American psychonovelist Brett Easton Ellis' story of college debauchery, featured Shannon Sossaman as a virgin, saving herself for her boyfriend until he returns from travelling overseas. Victor, the boyfriend, made no such commitment, and instead spends his travels sleeping his way around Europe. What Avery did, though, was to travel self-funded around Europe with actor Kip Pardue. Pardue stayed in character as Victor for a whirlwind DIY shoot across London, Amsterdam, Paris, Barcelona, Venice and Rome in which Avery captured 70 hours of video footage from which Rules of Attraction's short montage was assembled. Meanwhile, Avery also assembled those reams of footage into another movie called Glitterati. Described by Avery later as ethically questionable, Glitterati's lack of public screenings is probably down to the fact that it is made up of actual footage of Pardu in character behaving like a pickup artist to seduce real women. That Rules of Attraction itself kind of bombed didn't help either. Number 9. Nothing Lasts Forever In the year of Ghostbusters, a sci-fi comedy featuring Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd would seem like a pretty sure thing, but this film from original Saturday Night Live writer-director Tom Schiller was completed and then buried by Studio MGM after just one preview screening in 1984. The monochrome oddball dystopian romance starred Gremlins lead Zach Galligan as an aspiring artist working as a night watchman in a bleak New York run for some reason by the Port Authority. 
Then he takes a bus trip to the moon to find his true love, tangling with Murray as the antagonist bus conductor. Nothing Lasts Forever was a troubled production from the start. A significant role had been written for John Belushi, who died shortly prior to filming, casting a shadow over the production and its cast of his former SNL co-stars and friends. With a poorly received preview screening and MGM still suffering financially from the enormous box office disaster of Heaven's Gate a couple of years earlier, the film's release was postponed indefinitely. Number 8. Asura With a budget far in excess of $100 million, Asura was China's most expensive ever film production. The directorial debut of Marvel stunt coordinator Peng Zhang, with visual effects from people behind Deadpool and the Fast and Furious series, and costumes from Lord of the Rings Oscar winner Engila Dixon, this ambitious epic based on Buddhist legends was intended to be China's answer to Middle-earth. $100 million movies don't tend to just vanish, but that's exactly what happened to Asura. In a week, it went from being the first of a proposed giant fantasy trilogy to being completely pulled from cinemas. In that one week of Chinese release, the mega-budget wannabe blockbuster took the equivalent of just $7 million and earned some pretty negative reviews. Producers fell back on the classic online trolls excuse to defend the movie's poor reception, but they completely withdrew the movie anyway. It's fair to say then that what was China's most expensive movie is likely to remain its most costly disappearing act. Number 7. One Second Director Zhang Yimou has had his ups and downs with the Chinese authorities and government censorship. He went from Raise the Red Lantern being banned in his home country for its perceived government critique to his Wuxia trilogy, Hero, House of Flying Daggers and Curse of the Golden Flower, being sufficiently praised for their patriotism that he landed the prestige job directing the Beijing Olympic opening ceremony. Recently, he's been back on the government's bad side as his last movie was abruptly withdrawn from competing for the Golden Bear at the 2019 Berlin Film Festival and hasn't been seen since. While the movie was officially withdrawn from the festival for unspecified technical reasons, it is wildly suspected that it had not been cleared to be shown by Chinese film censors. One second may yet find some form of international release, as Raise the Red Lantern did, once the current global crisis abates, but for the time being it seems to have been better. Buried. Number 6. Hippie Hippie Shake Originally picked up by the working title films in 1998, this story of countercultural satirical 1960s magazine Oz spent almost a decade in development hell before ever entering production. That's nothing though, compared to the years that the finished movie has spent unreleased since then. Hippie Hippie Shake was finally shot in 2007. It was initially rumoured that the movie was pushed back from its proposed 2008 release date because of the negative effects of tabloid gossip surrounding Miller's private life. But it increasingly became apparent that working title and director Bieben Kidron had very different visions for the end product. The Bridget Jones 2 Helmer left the project in the summer of 2009, citing the classic creative differences excuse. That didn't stop Hippie Hippie Shake from getting test screenings around that time, but the movie disappeared from release schedules shortly afterwards. In 2011, working title announced that they had no intention of putting it out. Oddly though, the response from those test screenings was actually pretty positive, with critics suggesting that while providing nothing groundbreaking, Hippie Hippie Shake was a fun and engaging watch. That still wasn't enough to actually get the movie released though. Number 5. Black Water Transit Maverick director Tony Kaye almost trashed his own career with his feature debut American History X. 
Disputes with studio New Line over the final cut saw him taking out $100,000 worth of advertising, slagging off the studio, before Kay insisted that he either be given a year to completely remake the movie or be credited under the name Humpty Dumpty. Things didn't get any easier on his second fiction feature. A thriller set in post-Hurricane Katrina New Orleans, Blackwater Transit starred Lawrence Fishburne as a fishing executive getting in over his head with Carl Urban's Dangerous Smuggler. A cut of the film was screened at the 2009 Cannes Film Festival, but producer and financer David Bergstein declared it unreleasable and withheld payment from Kay until further post-production was completed. At the time, Bergstein was facing bankruptcy and being sued by a New York hedge fund over financing for his earlier movies. In 2018, Bergstein was convicted of defrauding investors in an unrelated case and sentenced to eight years in prison, which he is currently serving. With the rights holder locked up, it doesn't seem like there's much chance of this crime drama escaping to see the light of day anytime soon. Number 4. Empires of the Deep if Asura's fall from grace from China's Lord of the Rings to complete obscurity is impressive, the vanishing of China's answer to Avatar is even wilder. Originally conceived in 2006 as a vanity project for real estate magnate Zhong Jiang, Empires of the Deep was a mermaid fantasy adventure which mixed Aquaman-style undersea power struggles with an endorsement of China's disputed real-world sovereignty over the South China Seas, all with a juicy central role for Zhang's actress girlfriend Shi Yanfei. The film finally went into production in 2010 after a chaotic shoot in which the budget, funded by the Chinese and American investors, spiralled from around 50 million to a reported 130 million dollars. Actors dropped out and crew went unpaid. A 3D trailer was released in 2012 and it was roundly panned for looking cheap and tacky. Back in 2014, Jonathan Lawrence, one of the movie's revolving door of directors, told the media that he had heard that the movie was complete and due for release in China shortly. That never happened though, leaving this mermaid story effectively dead in the water. Number 3. The Fantastic Four the original 1994 Fantastic Four film is infamously a case of not just a movie being finished and then dropped, but rather one that was entirely completed without ever being intended for release at all. In the 1980s, Bernd Eichinger of Constantin Films had acquired the screen rights to Marvel's first family relatively cheaply, but Constantin's license to use the characters would expire and revert to Marvel unless they went into production on a film by the end of 1992. So Eichinger approached B-movie schlockmeister Roger Corman to turn out a quick and cheap production for $1 million. That way, Constantin could hold on to the rights until sub-licensing them for a future highly profitable Hollywood blockbuster, as they did with Fox for the 2005 Fantastic Four. As it was just made to retain the rights, the film was never intended for release. In fact, Marvel's A.V. Arad bought up all the prints to prevent it being shown and potentially cheapening their brand. Unfortunately, none of the cast and crew ever knew that this was just an Ashcan copy and spent their own money going to conventions and promoting the film, hoping that it would be their big break. They were shocked to receive a cease and desist order against promoting their movie from their own producers. Although never officially released, bootleg copies of The Fantastic Four have leaked and, while cheap and campy, it can't really be said to have done a worse job than any of its high-budget successors. Number 2. I Love You Daddy 
Even before being tanked by the sexual misconduct of its creator, it was in questionable taste to make a movie homage to the classic films of Woody Allen that also engaged with Allen's well-known predilection for much younger women, all with former hit girl Chloe Grace Moretz as the fueled by daddy issues jailbait daughter of said creator's self-insert character. Before he was best known for exposing himself to women behind closed doors, Louis C.K. developed a reputation for barring his own frailties in provocatively funny stand-up routines and his semi-autobiographical sitcom. But the blurring of real life and art was too much in this film about CK's complex admiration for Alan, a man himself frequently accused of being a sexual predator, given the accusations that were about to come out about Louis himself. I Love You Daddy got a mixed reception on its premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival in September 2017, but a week before its wider release the movie was pulled by distributors The Orchard due to unexpected circumstances. These circumstances were soon revealed to be CK's history of sexual harassment of female comedians. Moretz, for her part, has outright stated that this movie's perspective is not one that needs to be told in this day and age, saying that she regrets the project and would prefer it to just kind of go away. Number 1. The Day the Clown Cried Known for his light-hearted broad comedy, zany antics and slapstick, so-called king of comedy Jerry Lewis would not be the first person to come to mind when looking for someone to not only act in, but also write and direct a tragic holocaust drama. It can't be denied though that Lewis threw himself into this project. Spending six weeks eating nothing but grapefruit, he lost £35 to play the over-the-hill German circus clown who finds an appreciative audience in the Jewish children of Auschwitz, children that he is eventually forced to lead to their deaths in the gas chamber. On seeing a finished cut of the movie, however, Joan O'Brien, the project's original writer, called it a disaster and refused to consent to the changes Lewis had made to her story, tying the movie up in legal disputes. Lewis, for his part, also saw the finished product as shamefully bad. He would later say that I was ashamed of the work, I was grateful that I had the power to contain it all and never let anyone see it. It was bad, bad, bad. Lewis, who made The Day the Clown Cried in 1972 and died in 2017, spent the rest of his life refusing ever to show the film. The Simpsons and Spinal Tap star Harry Shearer once managed to track down an almost impossible to find print and called it so drastically wrong that you could not, in your fantasy of what it might be like, improve on what it really is. But unless the Library of Congress released the print that they own and can legally show from 2024 onwards, the rest of us will probably never know for sure. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.